Hello, this is Manny Ramos, your host of Rise Up, Real Issues and Stories of Every One of Us podcast. But first, let me talk about who we are. I'm Manny Ramos, a board member of PNAA and a past president of the Philippine Nurses Association of Central Florida. I'm a professor of nursing at Valencia College in Orlando and an adjunct faculty at William Patterson University. With me today is my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Mindy. Thank you, Manny. Hello, everyone. I'm, Manny o- I'm Mindy Ofiana, Legislative Committee Chair, Corresponding Secretary for PNAA Foundation, and a past president of PNA Southern California, and an adjunct professor of Charles R. Drew University, Department of Medicine and Sciences. Manny? Thank you, Mindy. I would like to introduce our guest tonight, Andy Quadra, a 22-year-old nursing student who currently attends Hunter Bellevue School of Nursing. She started nursing school last semester and is expected to graduate in May 2022. Andy was born and raised in the Philippines, and her family migrated to the United States in 2013. Andy, welcome to Rise Up. Hello, everybody. Hello, Mindy. Hello, Manny. Thank you for having me. How are you guys? Hi, Andy. Good evening to you. Good afternoon to you guys. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) may you share with us where you you grew up in the Philippines? Um, I was born and raised in Iloilo City, specifically in Mandriao neighborhood, if you guys are familiar. Um, I've lived there for 13 years and up until 2013, I moved to New York. And then only recently around November, I moved to New Jersey, Clifton. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what made you decide to move uh, to the United States? Oh, um, it's a bunch of reasons, but this also ties with my why I chose nursing. So my so both my parents have a business in the Philippines and you know how businesses are they come and go it goes up and down so um it business didn't go so well so we needed more options you know to to keep our family well and healthy so my mom decided to move here to New York and ask help um ask help for her sister and um, eventually we moved here and through that process of moving, it really like had like a toll on me because mm. as a teenager, I was 13, all my friends were there, all my family were there. It, it was really like um, distressing emotionally. Mm-hmm. So um, I decided not to go the business route, but um, yeah. We moved because business wasn't doing so well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I can understand where you're coming from. So why did you get into nursing, especially during a pandemic? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I actually started nursing. I got into my nursing program back at 2019. And this is my senior year already. So uh-huh. tying back to why we moved here my parents were businessmen and stuff um because of that emotional like distress i had as a young kid i was like this is not for me it's not 
stable. So I wanted stability. And ever since I was a little girl, I was always interested in science, like chemistry, living environment, earth science. I was always into that. I was never good at history or English. So, um, and then on top of that, my grandmother and my mom built a nursing school back in Iloilo, Philippines. So we have a small nursing school. So every time after school, my mom would pick me up. And while she was working in that nursing school, I would just be around her and I was already exposed to the anatomy. Like there were like Mm -hmm. skeletons in the classroom. There were already posters. So I was already exposed to that type of environment. So I was already Mm -hmm. interested in like, oh, the human body is kind of cool. And then going up as a Filipino, I only had two routes. You know, it's either engineering or like some like somewhere in healthcare. So Uh again, I was already exposed to healthcare and growing up, my grandparents were sick. So we would go in and out Mm -hmm. the hospitals. I get to see how nurses work, that they were always there for the patient. So Mm -hmm. I kind of got to see how nurses are. And I was like, nursing's not a bad choice. So it seemed that everything pointed at nursing while growing up. So that's why. So how are you now at nursing school? Honestly, I've been doing fairly good. Yeah. Um, Mm. I'm good in all my classes. Well, decent. Um, I passed all my classes. Studying might be like a lot of um, a lot of work, but um, I've adjusted in how I studied because I'm a senior now. So I've adjusted to that. Um, and school's about to start next week, so I'm slowly prepping and like getting back to the <laughs> mindset of studying like five hours a day and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So um, you're in your senior year. Mm-hmm. You're about to graduate. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Are you excited? I am. I'm definitely scared to enter the nursing world, but I'm more excited than scared. That's because mm-hmm. last year, um, last summer, actually, that just passed, I had the opportunity to be a nurse extern at a tr- level l- level one trauma center. So I got to see the Mezzers unit, the ICU, um, ER. So that kind of scared me how how different real life nursing is from nursing school. So mm-hmm. I felt like as soon as I stepped into the unit, I don't, I wouldn't feel prepared. But also the excitement of new, like learning more things in the floor but it's a mix of both but more excitement so you said that was last summer so that was also when covid was like yes. uh well it wasn't the upswing and yes right so uh-huh. how was that for you um it was definitely scary because we were allowed to go in and out covid like covid rooms so I would right. be with a nurse and she would tell me, oh, can you give this tray to that room? And mm. it was um, 
and half the floor was already COVID patients. So each nurse would okay. have like two COVID patients already. It was scary, but then um, I was in full gear, a gown, gloves, you know, like everything on PPE. Um, right. And eventually, like, I kind of just got used to it and stopped being scared. But it was definitely uh-huh. a shock because I was like, I don't want to bring anything home. I don't want to get sick myself. Right. But then I saw how the nurses worked and they were fine and I trusted them. And I just, it was good. Yeah, it was a great experience. Wow. How was the learning environment or teaching during that period of time that you're in your mm-hmm. clinical area and experiencing the fear of, oh my goodness, I might catch COVID-19? Right. How, how's your learning experience? Was it productive or? Um, uh, are we talking about my externship like outside of school or, or clinicals? With the school. Either okay. way, clinical is, I would rather focus on the clinical practice because you're mm. the, and the external is you're kind of part of the team mm. already. You're, you're like the um, employee, if you mm-hmm. will, right? If you're called a nurse extern uh, in, in, in that hospital. So as a clinical practice, when you're a student, when, when um, how was learning experience for you? Um. It was definitely hindered back. Like it felt like the nurses were scared to let us do stuff or like teach us stuff or go inside a patient's room. It was definitely hindered compared to pre-COVID times. Um, So every clinical I had during school and we were fortunate, we were fortunate enough to have like hospital setting um we were most of the time just um shadowing the nurse or just watching what she does instead of like actually doing something um it definitely hindered our learning experience but um we kind of just as a class we just accepted what it was because you know we are in a world pandemic Mm -hmm. so i'm interpreting that this was due to covid Mm-hmm. This this uh, change, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you mind me asking if? Uh, do you mind me asking if you got vaccinated? Oh yes, I'm fully vaccinated and boosted. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, how is that for the rest of your class? Is is uh is it pretty much? Uh, is it pretty much the same as far as a viewpoint for being vaccinated as a nursing student? Um, as a class, I think it's mandatory for our school to be nursing school to be vaccinated unless it's a religious, like, um, hindrance exemption. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the people that I talk to often in my nursing class, everybody is with vaccination, everybody's pro and everybody's vaccinated and boosted. So, um, in terms of that, it's okay. But my other friends um, outside of the nursing school, I have some friends that are anti-vaxxers. And um, yeah, so I just have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Does that... So you just mentioned... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bindi. You have a follow-up, Mani? Oh, all right. So you mentioned something about there seems to be, um, uh, for the lack of a better term, inadequate learning for you because of the COVID uh, situation. 
how did the school compensate so that the learning experience will still prepare you as a um, registered mm -hmm. nurse in, 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 in that outside of the classroom? So on top of the clinical in-person experience that we had, we also had um, Sim Virtual. It's like an app on the computer and then we're able to like um, take care of the patient like by clicking like you know it's, it's like uh, it's like a window browser so that on top of the clinicals um, and then we just do a lot of practice questions but in but in terms of patient care it's in-person clinical setting and then the window browser that I was just talking about the simulation, the sim simulation. Oh, sorry. Also on top is the lab. Like we would go into lab and we would have a mannequin and then we would mm -hmm. practice CVAD dressing, IV insertion, um, and many more. So those are the top three. I see. With this um, simulated experiences that you were getting, uh, you know, in, in replacement of the or, or I guess to supplement what you were missing from the clinical, um, how was that? How were those learning experiences for you? Personally, I didn't like it because mm -hmm. I feel like it's very, um, it's unrealistic. Um, and I don't know, I feel like I just didn't learn as much as I can as much as I should compared to being with a real person face to face, mm -hmm. because it's all scripted, like that application is scripted. And um, uh, I just didn't learn as much as wow. compared to being face to face with a patient. So as a nursing student, what do you, what do you feel about all of this COVID stuff? that's happening, hindering your learning experience, uh, maybe not preparing you well to the outside world. What do you feel about that? Um, as a nursing student, I'm honestly terrified because I, you know, I'm young and this is like my first pandemic in my lifetime. Um, as soon as I graduate, I don't know how COVID will evolve with a new variant or like a new flu so it's a really scary like outlook in the future but at the same time as a nurse we need to be competent you know we need to um adjust to what we're dealing with and honestly i've seen nurses work and um it's kind of crazy how flexible you guys are and how everything is just thrown at nurses but they're still able to work very flexible so that's what i'm trying to be when i graduate and as soon as i pass the NCLEX and being on the floor but as a student it's scary to see but um as i see nurses do what um do the job that they're doing it makes me feel better that if they can do it i can do it so, so this is spring semester is your last semester in nursing isn't it mm -hmm. 
Right. So, and you've been back to clinical since last semester or how long have you been back to clinical as a student? Um, my last clinical was probably November and my break is actually four weeks. So I'm still on break, but I start clinical again in, I think in two or three weeks, but I haven't had clinical experience this whole month. Right. But mm -hmm. uh, last semester in the fall, you were in the hospital though, right? Uh, for your uh, clinical experiences. Let me or was recall. it still simulated? Oh no, it was, um, it was all in person. In person, yes, back to in person. It was person. all in person, yes. Um, let me recall. Um, I think I had psych clinicals at a psychiatric ward in Gracie School uh, here in New York City. And we had like the full on experience on top of the supplemental simulation and lab. So I got to learn more because of the in-person. I see. You must have read in newspapers with regards to some of the nurse, nurses that have been working uh, in the emergency department or critical care area that are resigning because of what they are experiencing at the bedside or changing careers to from nursing to, to whatever. Did, is that dissatisfying you or demotivating you as a nursing student? Um, I never really thought about it, but I've seen news that more nurses have resigned because of the work, more work that they had to do. But um, I don't think that ever made like made me think, oh, I shouldn't be a nurse anymore because all the nurses are resigning. Um, I never really thought like that. And on top of that, mm, um, half the nurses that were resigning were unvaccinated too. So they were the ones that were let off of work. And I think the nurses that resigned like personally were um, uh, burnt out, right? They were burnt out. But um, I already knew that Nursing is not an easy job, so it didn't really scare me to think, oh, I shouldn't be a nurse because I'm so close. Like, I'm right here. I'm right there. Just take the NCLEX and, you know, and that's it. That's the end goal. Yeah. You sound excited to, to uh, <laughs> you know, entering the workforce. I am. Now, you have this, yeah, you have this one semester, though, that's left. What, what course is this going to be? Uh, the uh, course which is, nursing course? Um, I have MedSurge 2, so that focuses on like ICU. Um, uh -huh. I have an NCLEX uh -huh. review class. I have a geriatrics class. And the last one is leadership. It's like a, just oh, an extra it's class. It's going to be nursing. a very intensive yeah. uh, last semester. Yeah. Are you excited? Two. I am scared. If I'm not going to lie, I'm scared. Because... <laughs> <laughs> When I entered nursing, um, my first, first nursing class was like pathophysiology. And that was like, it humbled me. Like, that was like my first C in like any class in my student career per se. And I was just so like burnt out. I, like, I didn't know how to study, but I had upperclassmen that 
help me like, oh, this is what you do. This is like, this is how you study. This is how you time manage. So that really helped me a lot. But um, because of the online learning, it definitely helped more because I had, I think, two semesters of fully online. So I had more time to just sit and study. And because I go to a commuter school, I would waste about like three hours of commuting, like just in general, like just uh, a, a round trip. So that already takes a lot of like effort and time. Mm-hmm. But because I, um, because I stay at home, listen to lecture via Zoom, I feel like I was able to focus more. Uh-huh. Yeah, but this semester is all in person, so it's a new transition. So let's see how I'll be in this new transition of in person again. Yeah. How are your fellow classmates or students handling training during the pandemic? Um, and have any of them reconsidered being a nurse due to the situation we're in? Um. So I do have a big class there's like a hundred like there's a hundred of us so I can't really speak for everybody but in my small circle of nursing friends none of them really said oh I don't want to be a nurse anymore this is scaring me like honestly I feel like we were more encouraged to work like in my circle of friends we were actually really excited to graduate scared but excited so I'm lucky I'm lucky enough to be surrounded with this type of energy that also, you know, also makes me want to do better and stay better. So, Andy, (laughs) when you were at the hospital um, during the height of COVID and working there, uh, even as uh, you said you were an extern and, and also when you went back, right, as a student uh, for your clinical, uh, what were you, what do you think uh, the nurses were feeling? Uh, Were you able to talk to some of them and how they are, how they are in relation to, uh, you know, taking care of patients with COVID and, and what was going on around them? Um, They were definitely thankful that we were there to reach uh, helping hand, but there, but there are also some nurses that love nursing students because they're able to like teach them because some nurses uh-huh. love to teach and right. love to like show us new stuff. And there are some nurses uh, that just want to focus on their work, which is totally fine. I get it because being a nurse is not easy and each minute counts. You know, you got to give the right. meds, you got to help the patients. But overall, I think the nurses that, that I've met were thankful that we were there because we were there to like help them. We were there to assist them, even just to grab something from a, um, from a supply closet. They were all like, they were, they were already thankful. So, um, it was good that we were there with them and helping them. And they would always say that we're going to be the future, you know, because next year I'm going to be working with them. So they're very welcoming. Have you ever considered already at this time what area of nursing you're going to work? Once you graduate and become 
licensed? Um, no, but I'm open to all. <laughs> I I'm the, but I am skewed towards ICU or ER. Like I like I was fascinated when I was in the when I was in the ICU during my externship. I was really like fascinated by the nurses. They were very can I say the term badass? Like I feel like okay, yeah, I sure. feel like they were <laughs> they were working as doctors like they were nurses and doctors like they were just like on top of everything and i think icu nurses are really cool i'm definitely skewed toward icu but obviously as a new grad i don't think i can get an icu like that but i will work for it yeah did you see a lot of covid patients when you were in the icu um yes yes mm -hmm. Um, uh, during my externship, it was on uh, August, like around mm -hmm. August, uh, and, and in that floor, there were probably like 15 patients where I was, um, and half of the patients were COVID patients and all of them were on, were on, all unvaccinated, which is really mm -hmm. sad to wow. see. Yeah. So you mentioned that the, you are, you're getting support, right? Uh, what other support from family, mentors, classmates are you getting have impacted you the most? Um, obviously, yes, my classmates. My family is a huge factor to that support that I have because um, um, sorry. As mentioned before, my mom and her mom made a nursing school back in the Philippines. And my mom already knows the ins and outs of being a nurse. So she supports me 100%. Miss Joy, Miss Joy Garcia, um, she is now my mentor and she was the one who introduced me to you guys. So thank you for that. I, I feel like I have her support and even my aunt my sister is always saying like oh you need to eat because i keep forgetting to eat while i'm studying so i feel like my family my friends are always supporting me and um i also have high school friends that actually get mad every time like i'm not able to go out and see them because like i'm studying but over time they realize how serious I am and like how passionate I am that I want to focus in school and stuff. So I also have their support. So I'm very fortunate that um, everywhere I look, I'm always getting supported and stuff. So when you go back uh, right now, we're, ex we're having this wave, right? Of this variant, uh, the Omicron, and uh, you're going to be going back to clinical again. Mm -hmm. Are you, are there any concerns that you have? Honestly, Based on what no. you're hearing from the news? <laughs> Honestly, what I've heard from the news that Omicron is very fast spreading, but it's very um, less deadly. Um, so I'm not really worried because, again, going back to the externship, I learned a lot from that externship, like being in and out in like COVID patients room 
just as long as you have the right PPE, you will be fine and correct hand hygiene and always sanitizing. So through that experience, I'm not really as scared to be in a clinical rotation with COVID patients. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think it was justifiable for a hospital or an organization to let go nurses who are unvaccinated? Um, I think, oh, wow, this is very controversial. Um, <laughs> I think it is justifiable because as nurses, we learn about the immune system. We learn about the vaccines that we have to take in order to be in school, in order to be at work. Like we take the hep B vax, we take the flu shot every year. I think because the world is always changing, that this new like virus will become history from 10 years from now. So I think the COVID vax would be like a requirement now for you to go to school or go to work. So I think it is justifiable because um, you need to be flexible. Like the world doesn't stop. It's just going to keep going. So I feel like you just have to adjust to it because we're living in it. Um, and yeah, like I think it is justifiable. So uh, we've seen that pattern and I'm sure you're very aware of it too, that uh of those who get sick from uh, COVID, um, majority of those who actually get hospitalized, those who actually get to the ICU, and those who die from COVID, majority of them are the unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? It kind of pains me to see that they have to pass just because they're very against a vaccine that's saving lives, you know? Um, I've actually dealt with two patients back in my externship again. Um, I had a 40-year-old woman that was fully vaccinated, that was admitted, and then I had a 40-year-old male that was unvaccinated. And the lady stayed in the med surge message floor for about like three days after treatment and the man that I was also helping with the nurse was in that floor for about two months already with high flow oxygen and while I was talking to him and just like helping him eat or you know whatever he needs we got into a conversation and him saying that he actually regretted not getting the vaccine. So it's kind of sad to see that um, people are dying, people are getting really, really, really sick, just because they were just against that, against the vaccination. Did the patient make it? Um, the 40 year old guy? I don't know, because it was towards the end of my extern. But every time I saw him, he kind of looked better he he wasn't really deciding as much but um 
he was definitely in high flow for like a good amount of time. So Andy, in your conversation with that patient um, who was not vaccinated and got sick from it, and he shared to you that he is regretful and and that uh, how he wished he was vaccinated. Did he share that view with uh, other people? Um, I think he definitely talks to his family a lot. Every time when I went inside that patient's room, he would be in FaceTime with his wife. Um, he definitely tells them we should probably get vaccinated and the kids. And he would tell his extended family too, because we were having um, a long conversation. And he was really like, I saw it in his eyes, how regretful and how sad he was. And he, I'm pretty sure he definitely told his family and friends and extended family to probably get vaccinated so that, Mm -hmm. so that they don't end up like him in high flow oxygen. Mm-hmm. Did you ever experience where in PPEs are um, short, there was shortage of PPEs during the time that you were working as a nurse, as a nursing student? Yes. Um, my school actually just gives us one N95 mask for 12 clinical rotations. So that definitely already shows you that the shortage is really, really serious, like one N95 throughout my whole semester. So, you know, we had to work with what we had. Um, We can't really ask the hospitals to give us N95. So we just had to reuse that for, for the whole semester. And I think that's also happening this semester. So... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so in the classroom now, you hold you're gonna be going back for face to face lectures, right? Mm-hmm. So is masking in the classroom mandatory for your uh, school? Yes, and social distancing for at least three. Feet. And social distancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does your How do you feel about that? And how does your classmates feel about that? Um, I'm okay because last semester we had one class that was in person. We had to wear a mask and, um, there, uh, we had class in like a huge cafeteria. So everybody was distance a good amount, like about three feet. So, and it was comfortable enough to talk to somebody next to you. And it was just like, I think just as long as you had your mask you're going to be fine. And um, I'm okay with that idea of just mass social distance in person because I've already had it last semester. So the, um, so the transition wouldn't be as bad. And your classmates, how do they feel about it? Um, uh, I don't think I've ever heard anybody complain about it. They were definitely just like, oh, I have to go back to school, like transport, you know, taking the train again. But I don't think they were really bothered by the fact that we had to wear masks because everybody, I don't think everybody had a problem with wearing Mm -hmm. masks. So, yeah. So, you know, let's flip the role. You know, instead of us asking your question, what, do you have any questions for us that could hopefully help you uh, in your nursing um, 
goal, if you will. Okay. So we have 75 years of experience. <laughs> Combined. Manny has the more. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, I definitely do also want to ask why did you guys want to be nurses? I feel like as everybody has a unique story to tell. <laughs> Mindy, you start. <laughs> you want me to yes, start? Yes, Mindy, go ahead. I will be very honest with you. <laughs> I didn't want to be a nurse. It's your mom, huh? Your mom forced you to be a nurse. My mom forced me. I wanted to become an actress. Uh, I'm not kidding. Okay. I, 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 when I was in high school, I was a member of the drama club. I was a member of Glee Club. Was trying to uh, audition for a, 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 a part in being an actress. My mom said there's no money there. Mm. Look at your aunties. Because mm. I, I was surrounded with aunties that are all nurses. All the titas. And one of them is actually here in the, was here in the United States. And so she said, no, mm -mm, you're going to become a nurse. <laughs> I'm a very obedient daughter. I'm an only child, an obedient daughter. And I said, okay, whatever. So here I am, a nurse. Do you like Thank it, you. May she rest in peace. Do you like it? Like, do you like being a nurse? Yes, I, I did. And the first, uh, when I was in first clinical uh exposure that I had because I'm a, I, I graduated University of Santo Tomas mm. I felt like I, I felt like a maid mm. you know I was doing mm. beds I was giving urine I said I said I just feel like I'm like let me find let me find why I why this career is going to be good for me mm -hmm. and I did the teaching the 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 um seeing of patients that came sick mm -hmm. and going home well mm -hmm. was actually a fulfillment and when they come and one experience that i have was this there's this uh, patient never had prenatal no no prenatal during her pregnancy mm -hmm. and because of my um, my teaching you know what she came to the clinic and started having uh, her prenatal classes oh. and those are the fulfillment and i said okay i will be a nurse mm -hmm. so anyway Many more, you know, all those many years as an experience, um, experience as a nurse. Yeah, it's the same now, thing Maddie, for me. Your turn. Yeah, it's the same thing for me. Um, but my aunt, my aunt, uh, who was living in New York at the time, encouraged me. This Manny, um, do you want to come to the USA? And I said, Yeah, of course. Mm. He says, Well, you know, why don't you become a nurse? I said, Nurse. <laughs> Well, you know, that's one way to be able to come here. So I applied to, you know, to the College of Nursing, right, uh, and got accepted. And when I got there, and actually, just like Mindy, you during your first encounter with the patients, I found that I actually liked nursing. Yeah. So I completed it and actually, I, I had fun uh, working with patients. Um our clinicals were held at the Philippine General Hospital. And you, if you've ever been there, you'd see how huge that hospital was. Um, but I've, I've always enjoyed working with patients. And uh, now, of course, I teach. I teach mm -hmm. um, in, in this uh, School of Nursing here at the Valencia College. Um, but yeah, I've actually, as soon as I had my first patient encounter, I said, yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna love nursing, and I still do. Um, what do you guys think about 
the stereotype that Filipinos are always going to be nurses. Not always, but Filipinos are nurses. I love it. Mm. Who cares if I'm stereotyped? Mm. Because what is part of being a nurse is that we are considered the most respected profession, if you will, for the, the past 11 years. Mm. Yes, and, and the compassion and caring that we provide for our patients, making sure that every day those patients are giving the, great, the best care ever. I don't care if they stereotype us mm-hmm. as Filipinos as being a nurse. It doesn't matter. We made a difference in the healthcare in this healthcare industry here in the mm-hmm. United States. So they can say whatever they want to say. Yes, I'm a nurse. <laughs> it's an honor. It's it's an honor and it's yeah. a privilege to be mm-hmm. a nurse. Uh, to be uh, the part, you know, of a patient's life. Uh, you're there with that patient. Uh, we are the healthcare professional who is with that patient twenty four seven. Everybody else leaves, you know, when the office hours are gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the nurse is there 24-7 with that patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only, I mean, nurses are everywhere, right? Uh, not only just in the hospitals. They are in these uh, long-term care facilities, in the assisted living facilities, in the community, in the health clinics. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And nurse nursing as a profession has really grown. I mean, we... We now have nurse practitioners, nurse anesthetists. We have researchers, mm-hmm. researchers, scientists. Um, to be known, uh, Filipinos, as nurses uh, belonging to one of the uh, most noble and greatest profession is an honor. And to be mm-hmm. part of this um, uh, field, this uh, group of professionals is an honor. And uh once they see a Filipino and they say, you must be a nurse, that is an honor to be, you know, yes. known to be so. Yes. Um, so I'm personally thinking of going back to school for graduate school. I don't know of what yet. Um, so I'd like to ask if you guys also went back for your master's or you guys went to graduate school. I did. Well, I went back to graduate school. I had, there's two, when I, when I had a choice, mm-hmm. am I going to be in clinical and am I going to be going in leadership? Mm-hmm. I chose to be in leadership. And, and um, the fulfillment of, cha- of making a difference in the standards of nursing practice, being able to um, uh, say that to some of the nurse, nurses as, in, in a nursing facility, so I took my master's. I took my master's of science in nursing, nursing administration mm-hmm. track. I got it at uh, University of Southern California. So yes, I uh, I had a great mentor. Uh, she was my CEO, and she says, "Okay, Mindy, I'm promoting you as such and such role, but you gotta go for your master's." Mm-hmm. Got challenged, but I finished it. Uh, my only regret is I didn't go for my doctorate degree. I should have done. You still can. Yes, my only regret. So still can. But they say, "Hey, Mindy, you're Mindy, not, you it's look never young. too late." So very young. <laughs> huh? You what? look very young. You still can do it. Oh, There's no thank age you so when much. it comes to education. You know, always go away. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Andy. Hear that, Manny? No, <laughs> yes, it's yeah, no never too late. late. <laughs> yeah, you always. Right. Yeah, that's so. true. But <laughs> that was my only regret. Uh-uh. Yes. Yeah, the same as for me, I, I completed my master's degree as well. I have an MSN, mm-hmm. and that is in education and leadership. 
And right now I'm in school, back to school. I'm doing See? my uh, doctor of nursing practice uh, program at uh, William Patterson University. Oh, is that so, in yeah. New Jersey? New Jersey. Yes, yeah. I think that's near me. It's William Patterson. Yeah, yes. there you go. Um, Good, very, a great school. <laughs> uh, yes. Just for a follow-up question, um, uh, how, like, how did you guys know that this was the master's, uh, the master, um, this type track. of master track, thank you, master track that you guys wanted? Because I feel like I would want to go back to school, but I just, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know what track I would want. That's what I was, uh, as I was referring a while ago. Am I going to be in clinical where in, you can be a nurse anesthetist? Uh, you can be um, CNS, clinical nurse specialist, and, and other clinical practice track. I chose to be in the leadership. So to be in leadership, your track has to be master's of science in nursing, majoring in nursing administration. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, I chose to be because that's where I wanted to be in nursing leadership. Um, not that I don't want to be in the bedside, but I prefer to be able to lead, if you will, mm -hmm. and, and make, a, make a difference, as I've mentioned a while ago, through the nursing practice standards. Right, yeah. So hopefully, you know, while you were a student, you were already seeing the different uh, specialties and perhaps giving you some ideas as to what type of specialty uh, will you be pursuing. Uh, if not, uh, as soon as you enter the workforce, you still have that opportunity to explore and find out more. Uh, which field are you going to specialize in? Uh, as far as the track for your um, higher uh, degrees, like your master's degrees and your uh, doctoral degrees, you can continue to explore that while you will be at the workforce. And I think also um, once you start to work, right, uh, your network will mm -hmm. definitely widen. And do not forget, here's a plug to join mm -hmm. PNAA because at PNAA, you will meet all of these nursing professionals who are in uh -huh. all different types of specialties and fields and uh that is a, a very good organization to actually, you know, know more people mm -hmm. like Mindy and me. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yes. I and Dr. Dia. Dr. Like Dia. Yeah. Yes. Dr. Dia, yes. <laughs> um, she actually I was actually gonna join like about two weeks ago, but then I soon found out you can't join unless you're an actual registered nurse. So I'll probably join as soon as I pass that NCLEX. <laughs> So I was actually going to join. Um, to the new graduates, such as me, um, what advice would you give to, um, to the new nurses that's, you know, that's, we're going through this pandemic? What would be the advice that you would give? Be resilient. Mm -hmm. You know, always think of why did you become a nurse? And obviously, it's taking care of those patients. Um, be compassionate. Think, think big, mm -hmm. if you will, and um, have the choice that you want. And then um, I'm an ICU nurse. I didn't become a leader right away. I chose the track of becoming an ICU mm -hmm. nurse. So, um, I mean, feel the patient care first and then find out what you, what you, 
you really want, what is important to you, what is that was going to make you a fulfillment. But during this pandemic, be resilient. Be, be, be kind to some of our nurses or your co-students co who's having a hard time and just be there, you know, and seek help. Mm -hmm. There is uh, really, really need for us to seek help. Even me, there are many strategies that I have to read so that I'll be able to not feel depressed, mm -hmm. you know? So there was a period of time that I was not listening to any COVID news because that was one of the mm -hmm. strategy. So for me, that's what you need to do. And if you, you feel you, you got to reach out, and then I, I will echo what Manny say, reach out to individuals that who will really actually give you the support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you went through nursing school in a very special time, uh, which was COVID. Yeah. So we know that there were limitations during that time, but I'm not worried. I know... I know I, you know, that's easy for me to say because I'm not the person right entering the workforce, but you are very young and, and mm. young people, they're like a sponge, you know, they, they absorb everything very, very mm -hmm. quickly. But just like Mindy said, um, I know that the hospitals are aware and any of the other facilities where uh, nurses go and join the workforce uh, of the limitations that you had during that COVID. And they have been preparing for this and they are preparing for it and they're doing everything that they can to make sure that graduates, um, you know, nursing graduates who were, who went to school during the time of COVID will need something, right? Mm -hmm. To make sure that they will be prepared to do their job and to stay in the workforce. So just like Mindy said, don't be afraid to reach out. And, and that's what they are there for. Uh, they are there to support you. But at the same manner, I think that you need to be also have a, to have a voice for yourself and ask questions, ask for help. Um, it, it is a very difficult time right now in healthcare. So caring for each other mm. and caring for yourself right, uh, should be the biggest thing. I know we as nurses always tend to care for others, mm -hmm. but do not forget to care for yourself. So, and and that being our nature, caring, uh, I think you'll do well. So don't forget to care for yourself, but also care for each other. Yes, thank you. And that is all that we have for this episode. I want to thank our guests, Andy Quadra, my co-host, Mindy Ofiana, our director and producer, Rodney Cahudo, Carol Robles, PNAA Chair for Communications and Marketing, our advisors, PNAA Foundation President, Nancy Hoff, and our executive producers, PNAA President, Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia, and PNAA Executive Director, Carmina Bautista. Join us every Wednesday here on Rise Up. Until then, keep on rising. See you next week. This publication was made possible by Cooperative Agreement CDC RFA IP212106 from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Its contents are solely the responsibility of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of CDC HHS.